Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Eric Johnson. Sabres working around here in the King zone. Middle stat, right boards. Alex Tuck with a shot. Save made to the rebound. Scores! Jordan Greenway. His second of the night. It's 7-0 Buffalo. The extra point was good, courtesy of Jordan Greenway. 7-0 the final. That was the seventh of seven for Buffalo. Greenway's second of the night, eighth of the season, and a big win for Buffalo. That's the play of the game brought to you by NOCO, the official natural gas and electric supplier to the Buffalo Sabres. We welcome you back here to KeyBank Center. A good night for Sabre fans as Buffalo rolls Los Angeles. 7-0 behind Uko Pekalukanen's 33 save effort and the Sabres will try to even up the homestand with Florida in town here on Thursday. We'll be heading down to the locker room in just a few moments. Paul Hamilton is awaiting to go in and speak with the winning players as the Sabres win this one 7 to nothing. We'll also have Don Granado and his live post-game comments uh, when he steps to the podium in the media room. We'll take you there for that. Get you through all the other highlights from this game. Stats, scores, updates you on the standings as uh, Buffalo again Gets their first one of this four-game homestand over the Kings in big-time fashion. And how about even just some of the, the high-effort moments, the going to the net, probably symbolic of what we saw there in the final seconds. Dylan Cousins going down to the ice, laying his body on the line, blocking a shot to try to keep the shutout intact for his goalie. And he kind of was slow to get up, uh, did kind of at least finish the shift before the whistle blew with just a few seconds left, but... Cousins doing that uh, in the final seconds, kind of symbolic of the effort the Sabres were willing to put in for tonight. And, uh, you know, to kind of echo and piggyback of, off of what Paul Hamilton was saying during our intermissions, uh, the Sabres fans that are here tonight or watched or listened had to be really happy with what they saw. But also at the same time, you could sit there and kind of be annoyed and say, like, well, look what you're doing when you're playing the game that the coach has been asking you to play for quite some time. Shot mentality, go to the net, more direct hockey, Playing with definitely a little bit more grit and battle tonight for sure. And look what happened. I mean, not all seven goals exactly, but the majority of the goals scored was because a player was at the net, won a battle around the net, was able to put home a second or a third opportunity. That's another thing that we've been hearing. Not enough second and third opportunities. Well, those were all there tonight. Even the Paterka goal to open the game. It's a beautiful pass from Greenway. But he shoots... Instead of just circling back, he goes hard at the net to follow his shot, and it paid dividends because the puck went through and was just sitting there in the crease, and Paterka raced to get there first and tapped it in. That ended up being the only goal Buffalo needed. But Greenway stealing the puck, 
He gets the second one. Oposo on the third one on the power play deflects it in the net area when uh, Cousins makes that shot. And it's 3 nothing Buffalo after the first, and they were off and running in the second. And really, you know, it was pretty much over in the second period when Darlene put Buffalo up 4 nothing. Benson's in front of the net on the fifth goal. Bryson found him there. So uh, a lot of that activity tonight. All right, Jordan Greenway, first star. Here he is with Paul. Thanks, Brian. And uh, Jordan's just going to get a, a sweatshirt on here before he winds up on TV. Jordan with three points in this game, two goals and an assist. And, Jordan, it seemed like message was received uh, by the players. Uh, the coach wanted you guys to be harder around the net, and it seemed like you did a lot of that. You guys had pucks and people in the net all night long. Yeah, um, we did a lot of good things tonight. Uh, we played at a great pace. Um, that I just don't think that they could uh, keep up with. And they paid off for us early. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think if we, you know, stick to that game um, and commit to playing it every night, uh, we can beat some good teams. It's a good team we just beat there. So we just got to, you know, repeat it. Jordan, what did you think about just the tone you guys set right from the first shift of the game? You were heavy on the forecheck, heavy on pucks, and it just seemed to carry all night. Yeah, we set the bar high tonight. Uh, we talked about it before before the game. We wanted to, um, you know, set it high, make them, uh, you know, go on their heels first, uh, push them, and, you know, try and continue it throughout the entire game. And I think we did a pretty good job of it. Is this really the dilemma of this team? I mean, so many people picked you guys before the year as a playoff team because of the fact that we've seen it before, we saw it again tonight. You can play like this. Is that the frustrating part that it just hasn't been there all the time? Uh, yeah, I mean, it can get frustrating, absolutely. Um, you know, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it can be frustrating, but, um, you know, we got to start somewhere. We got to, um, you know, be happy, be excited, um, be confident about what we did tonight. And, just you know, expect this out of ourselves uh, day in and day out. And I think if we stick to that game plan, um, we can string a lot of ones together. You had given us the first goal in six straight games. Just how big was the first goal tonight and being able to play on your toes instead of on your heels? That's nice. Uh, anytime you can, you know, start with a one nothing uh, with a one goal lead is is very comforting. Um, it's never ideal to go down one um, early, so it uh, definitely drove the momentum for us. What did you say? You guys are up in exactly ten seconds after you see Dylan Cousins try to block two shots mm -hmm. there in the final second. Mm, I mean, it shows a lot about uh, his character. It shows a lot about um, you know the character of the entire group. Um, you know, I think EJ had a huge block on that shift as well. Um, and we talked about it before the face-off that uh, we wanted to finish the game off right, finish it right for Upi, and uh, we did it. We did uh, we did what we needed to do to not only get the win but solidify it. Thanks, Jordan. Jordan Greenway on post game. Brian, back to you. All right, Paul. Thank you very much. I thought a very deserving first star honors for Jordan Greenway tonight. Lucan, it was great. I mean, I wouldn't have had a problem if he was the first star, but uh, Greenway really kind of ignited and got this offense going here right away uh, with that pass to Paterka to get Buffalo on the board, and then Greenway scored again to make it 2 to nothing. And, uh, yeah, he finished it off later with Buffalo's seventh goal 
of the night in this seven to nothing wins. Six different goal scores for Buffalo. Greenway scoring twice. Florida and Sam Reinhardt, who's been red hot this season, coming in here Thursday at seven o'clock. We'll preview that game coming up a little bit later on here on our Upstate Honda Dealers post game show. But yeah, Cousins, Eric Johnson blocking shots there in the final moment, as Jordan Greenway said. I mean, um, people are going to get frustrated more so about tonight saying, like, well, where has this been? And Jordan Greenway said, you know, that's got to happen on a more frequent basis. All right, back to the room. UPL, live with Paul. You okay? You yeah. just kind of. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm just trying to, like, find my footing here. What did it mean to you at the very end of the game when your teammates are killing a penalty and they're diving in front of pucks to make sure that you get your shot out? A lot, you know. Uh, you know, I've been talking about how uh, how well defensively we've been playing um, and how much we wanted. You know, uh, I think that kind of proves it. Uh, you know, it, it means a lot to me. I always say it's uh, uh, it's not me who gets the shout out; it's the team. And you know, I think they they did most most of the work in the end for me. So you know, it feels awesome. How nice is it to see? Let me ask you this: Do you play differently when it's one nothing or three nothing? I mean, when they gave, they gave you a three nothing first period lead. Does that change the way you think at all? Or are you thinking the same way no matter what the score is? It's, you know, I try to keep the you know level head. I think when we're winning, it's it's easier. But like, you know, a couple of last games before this, we were uh, you know we were out shooting teams, and uh, I think those are you know the harder harder games to kind of keep level head when we like kind of uh, you know getting all the offense but can't score so you know it's in the end you just have to face every shot the same it doesn't matter what what point of the game it is so you know I I don't I don't like to you know uh, think too much differently to get some goal support and for the team to have a lead early for the first time in a while I think you know getting the lead was the most important thing Uh, you know I think getting getting goals is of course important for the guys but I think from winning standpoint and kind of What's been a problem for us, we've been giving the first goal away. Um, you know, you can look at the stats, and it's a huge, huge thing in a game who gets the first goal. So, you know, I think that was one of the more important things today. I'm so confident right now that if you see the puck, you feel like you're going to stop it. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes they talk about goalies like that. If they see it, they're going to They feel like they can stop. Yeah, I feel like we've been doing a great job. They've been boxing guys out. So, you know, I see most of the pucks, uh, and uh, that, of course, helps me. You know, it's, it's hard to be a blind goalie, so... You know, it helps me to see the pucks. Uh, and uh, I feel like, you know, sometimes I don't see it and we get a stick on it or something and it, it goes to the netting. So, you know, uh, I've been getting a lot of help from the guys and uh, it, it makes my job easier. What's it mean to you to be the first Sabres goalie since Ryan Miller to have four more shutouts in one season? Um, it, you know, I, I didn't know that, but it's great. Uh, it kind of um, feels good to, you know, kind of see, uh, see what it, you know, uh, you know, I've, I've been working hard, so you know, kind of getting, getting, uh, getting, uh, you know, some uh, things, you know, from that. Uh, you know, playing good, good hockey, it feels great to help the team to win, and uh, you know, of course, it's great to get those shutouts. But you know, right now, it's just about winning games. Is it frustrating from the standpoint? I mean, you guys played a great game. I mean, you went to the net. They, everybody did what they needed to do to win a hockey game. But is it almost frustrating that you haven't seen more of that this year as a team? Yeah, but I feel like it's it's good for the guys. You know, we kind of figure out what we need to do to score. Uh, you know, we don't need to score seven every night, but I feel like it's good to get one of those nights too. Um, I think we played hard uh, both ways today, so uh, it's it, I think it's you know uh, confidence standpoint for the guys. It's it's really good. 
Thanks, Uko. Okay. Uko Pekalukinen in the postgame. Brian, back to you. Thank you, Paul. There's the second star, Uko Pekalukinen, as he makes 30, now four saves. Looks like they've changed the total from 33 to 34. Let's see. Well, no, now it's third, back to 33 again. All right, the score sheet I just got handed said 34. The website says 33. Well, the, the NHL will change that a few more times. Nevertheless, I can at least be assuring to you that Lukanen stopped all of the shots. Yes. He was perfect. 100% save percentage, right? There we go. We'll make that easier. 33-34, <laughs> whatever. He stopped them all. Perfect night for Lukanen. Jordan Greenway, star number one. Lukanen, star number two. Darlene, uh, who ends up getting a goal and an assist. He's star number three. I thought Greenway was great. I thought Lukanen was great here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give Greenway and Lukanen tonight our co-electric players of the game. Brought to you by Town Ford. When you think of Ford, think Town Ford. The announced attendance at KeyBank Center tonight, 13,292. Just too bad when the building's been full that the Sabres haven't had uh, you know more performances like this. Sabres just uh, tweeting out that Uko Pekalukanen is the first Sabres goalie since Craig Anderson uh, back on December 13, 2022 against the Kings. Uh, to record 30 or more saves without allowing a goal. Anderson had 40 saves uh, in that shutout then. So uh, not only did Lukanen get the shutout tonight, the Sabres did a good job in front of him, but uh, he obviously was busy uh, with all those shots on goal uh, in this win here. Stay tuned here. We hope to have more coming up from the locker room with Paul here in just one moment. We'll get you some more final stats here brought to you by Level Financial Advisors, helping you retire better. Visit levelfa.com. Uh, other stats on the night. Ice time. Henry Yokiharu led the way. He even missed a couple of shifts. 23-03, he leads the Sabres in that. Jordan Greenway was a plus four. Jacob Bryson, a plus four. Here's a weird stat for you. The Sabres are 6-0 with Jacob Bryson in the lineup. Yes, 6-0 with Jacob Bryson in the lineup. This could be random or who knows. Maybe we're on to something there. He was a plus four tonight with two assists. Tuck had four shots. Bryson, or excuse me, Paterka had four shots to lead the way amongst the Sabres, who ended up only getting 24. They really were playing more defense down the stretch in the third, which was understandably so, trying to get Lucan in his shutout. Uh, they were outshot in the third period, 16-7. to Overall, the Kings outshot the Sabres 34-24. to The Sabres led in the special teams category tonight, uh, one of two on the power play. The Kings were zero of three. Uh, both Kings goalies struggled although they didn't get much help either. Riddick in net took the loss, 12 saves on 17 shots. Cam Talbot came in, played the third period, and stopped two, I'm sorry, uh, stopped five of seven. He led in two. And, of course, Lukanen was perfect on the night as he ends up making 33 saves in the win for Buffalo. Up next for the Sabres, one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, the Florida Panthers will be here on Thursday night at 7 o'clock to close out the four-game homestand. Uh, then Buffalo will be on the road on Saturday at 5 to take on Minnesota. And then coming back here on President's Day for a 12-30 game with uh, the Anaheim Ducks in town. So those are the next three games for Buffalo. But the Sabres picking up two points here tonight. Uh, and uh, we'll update you on the standings here once we do the scores coming up here uh, in just a little bit. If you want to send me a tweet, feel free to do so at Brian WGR. Down to the room, Zach Benson now live with Paul. 
Zach, uh, the coach wasn't too happy after the last game. He he didn't think you guys competed hard enough. He didn't think there were enough bodies and pucks to the net. It seems like you guys did all of that all night long. It seemed like the message was received by the players. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, uh, you know, you come out uh, like we did last night, and or sorry, a couple nights ago, and um, you know, not compete as hard as as we could. Um, you know, versus a good hockey team, obviously, and um, you know they made us pay. So tonight, we definitely wanted to um, elevate that uh, a ton, and I think we did that. Yeah, it was huge. Obviously, uh, Mitzi's line uh, hemmed him in there for a good, good amount of time. I don't know, probably a minute long, and um, you know, got a c- couple good uh, grade A chances. And um, I think after that, we were just rolling, and um, you know, we just kept putting our foot down and uh, kept getting hungrier. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a great pass by uh, Bryce, obviously, to to give me that 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 amount of time in front of the net, and then um, you know, obviously, he got. Uh, a stick on my uh, heels, and uh, when I was falling down, I just tried to elevate it and put it on net, and um, you know, fortunate that to uh, hit the back of the cage there. Did it take a weight off your shoulders? Because Don Granado's mentioned he's liked the way you've played. I mean, he hasn't had a problem with it, but you, to just see a puck go in the net for the first time in a while that that had to be gratifying. Yeah, it feels uh, it feels great, honestly. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, kind of been in a little slump lately, and. Um, you know, it's it's nice to get that one, and um, you know, obviously, just a great pass by Bryce. Donny was talking the other day about what an example of Jordan Greenway is, and the way he prepares, the way he works. What have you noticed being around him this year? Um, yeah, he's a warrior. Um, you know, he's a guy that comes to the rink with a smile on his face every day, and um, you know, wants to get better. So, um, you know, as a young guy, uh, being 18 years old in this league, it's uh, you know, you look up to guys like that, and um, guys that you know have so much joy playing hockey and um, work as hard as they can every day they're at the rink. You guys know you can play like that. You have in other games too, but is it a little frustrating that you guys don't play like that more in more games? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I thought, or I think the last few games we've played really good. Obviously, uh, the last game we played was not great, but uh, before that we were playing really good hockey, and, um, you know, tonight was another one of those games where, um, you know, we're getting pucks in net and traffic there, and, um, you know, it creates a lot of chaos, and, um you know, uh, good things happen when you're at the net. Obviously, uh, you know we got seven there tonight. Thank you, Zach. Thanks. Zach Benson on the post game. Brian, back to you. All right, Zach Benson getting a his fifth goal of the season tonight. A plus one for him. Two shots. Just under 15 minutes of ice time in the Sabers win by a score of seven to nothing. All right, for all of you listening here on our local affiliates, we will. Uh, Say goodnight to you. If you want to keep listening to the post game, go to WGR550.com or you can listen in on the Odyssey app. For all of you on WGR, on your ride home from the KeyBank Center, more post game coming up, including Don Granado's post game comments, Paul Hamilton's take, scores and standings all coming up. We'll read your tweets as well. Send them in at Brian WGR. Seven to nothing. Buffalo shutting out Los Angeles. More upstate Honda Dealers post game show coming up next. Here from KeyBank Center, I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. This has been a presentation of Odyssey Sports. For even more coverage of your team, download the free Odyssey app and listen to your favorite stations, shows, and podcasts. in front looking
looking to tip that one towards the net. Hope Pitar trying to be a little creative there with Pinefield. Near side, what a save by Lukanen! Oh man, as he rolls it over at the near post. That was one of 33 saves for Uko, Pekka Lukanen, Dan Dunleavy on the call. Our save of the game brought to you by your Upstate Honda dealers. To see the exciting all-new Honda lineup, visit your local Upstate Honda dealers today. Welcome back to our Upstate Honda dealers postgame here live at KeyBank Center. Brian Colesiel with you. We'll head down to Paul Hamilton coming up in just one moment. Uh, be sure to check out Pat Malacaro's game story, WGR550.com. Pat just found a good stat for us here. The Sabres scored at least seven goals in a shutout win. Of course, they scored seven tonight. Uh, for the first time since November 8th, 2001. Do you remember this game? They beat the Atlanta Thrashers 8 to nothing. So, what, 22-plus years. The last time the Sabres scored at least seven goals in a shutout victory. They beat Atlanta on that night 8 to nothing. Okay, down to the room. Here's Don Granado speaking live. We're wanting them to do when we spoke after the last game. They, yeah, I, I don't know if it's necessarily message received. They, they knew. I mean, they know. Um, and, uh, you know, it's nice to score some goals. What did the first shift of the game the middle stat line do for your entire club? You know, you go into every game and, and you don't know where the bar is going to be set, who's setting it, which team's setting it, the energy levels. Um, and, you know, you do all the preparation, but you don't have the answer until you see the first few minutes of the game and get a feel for uh, your bench and the engagement of your guys, um, you know, just by the virtue of their chatter and, you know, uh, body language and movement. Are they fresh? Are they not? Uh, uh, and there was no question you could see that uh, – are they in sync? Are five guys in sync moving up and down the rink, thinking the same way tonight, that sort of thing? And uh, the first shift, you're looking for those barometers, um, and that first shift was, was one that showed that. What was the key for you guys to just keep the foot on the gas pedal? There were no moments really where there were dips or lulls. Like you guys were playing, you played your game consistently throughout. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, we skated well. We, we tracked well. We, you know, we refilled the middle well. We, um, we took that to heart. You know, I know Paul, I think, was probably referencing shots and going to net his messages. You know, big message for us was uh, defend quick, defend quick, and defend hard. Uh, and and um, you know, I thought the the end of the game was very indicative of that. Obviously, guys fighting to block shots. I think we had three guys block shots in the last 30 seconds. Cousins, uh, Eric Johnson, and, and Greenway. Um, you know, and to preserve uh, shutout for Upi, there's no question they did that and finished the right way, the right the way they started the way Zach's been playing, but for him to get rewarded finally, just like how happy are you that he was able to do it? Yeah, that? he works hard. He's got a lot of detail to his game, Benson. Um, and, you know, virtue of that, it certainly is nice to see him score. And it was a, you know, he, he, it was a nice play all around, all the way up the rink. So. Don, that's kind of the mystery of this team. We've had a lot of games this year where you played well. It seems like there's a lot of them on the road. And that game's certainly that you haven't been happy with. I mean, you're never going to play 82 great games, but is that the big mystery, just why you don't see more of this kind of play on a consistent basis? Yeah, I mean, there's major components that are a mystery of it. I think the pattern is, um, unfortunately, the outer situation of urgency, um, we respond to that. 
so how can we create our own urgency before the we're, we're pressed to it by by virtue of maybe a poor performance or two or, or you know so so the urgency you know can we create that urgency for ourselves i think that's been our challenge been our challenge it's been our challenge from day one of the start of the year um but but once the outside dynamics push that urgency um that locker room tends to respond pretty consistently well uh it's can we create that urgency uh, without the outside without and i don't the outside of forces of, of not playing well a previous game or two like difference in any of your players by getting that first goal Absolutely, that is a major. I mean, just look at the data in the league. Um, even the, you know, the winning percentage of the teams that score the first is insane in this league, uh, and it has been for for year after year after year. So the first goal is huge. But yes, it, it it was big for our guys. You can tell out on the bench. Likes to give credit to his teammates all the time when he has performances like this. But what is he doing that's allowing him to just stay calm through all of these games, whether it's a shutout or not? Well, he's just gotten better and better and better. Um, what is he doing in-game? I think he, he's really in sync with how we play. The shot selection that's coming at him, uh, positioning a defenseman you know, where he can make a save and he knows rebounds might be covered, um, where shots are being forced, uh, lots of shots being contested even though they're, they're shot or, or limiting second chances. And you can see he's playing... Um, He's way more calm with pucks even around him to just position, knowing that he doesn't have to worry about everything. Just, uh, um, but but way more calm in his game. Obviously, experience now. He's he's gaining. He's gained experience. I think it's a credit to him and his dedication, his work ethic. I think Mike Bales has done a really nice job with him. Um, and I do believe that uh, you know Devin in here and pushing him. You know, seeing another young guy here. Uh, over the last, you know, the end of last year and this year, you know, he, we, we had great mentorship in, in Craig Anderson and older goaltenders. Uh, but I think when, when Devin Levi came in and, and to have Devin Levi around, I think uh, that was great for both of those guys. It bumped him to a whole nother, you know, I mean, to that point in, in Opie's career, he, he, he felt like this young guy that was my, my success is off in the distance maybe years from now. Uh, but when you see another capable goaltender at 20 years old, you realize, oh, huh, I better do it now. And I, and I think that that was a nudge too that uh, you know we felt uh, was important with for both of those guys. And I think uh, they'll thrive in that situation. Yeah, the Gre Greenway's a very good example, very good role model for our guys. He has a great sense of objective, knowing okay, here's a, very aware of the situation, uh, the amount of clock, uh, time on the clock, obviously killing a penalty, a D zone faceoff, and the fact that you got to shut out at that point for Upi. So, um, you know, he, he factors all those things in. Some guys don't; they think it's a faceoff, just like a faceoff, and I'm just going to go try to score. Um, but but he knew, uh, you know. And Eric Johnson out there too, and I think, you know, that's great influence. Uh, and Dylan feeds off of that. Cousins, he, he, we've seen him grow immensely uh, in the penalty kill role, specifically just in the last month and a half. I mean, he he wasn't on it, and he he was in and out during the you know first twenty five thirty games of the year, and he is now um, you know fast becoming a very very good penalty killer in this league, which was not the case prior. Um, um, and I think it's through some great leadership of guys around him.
Thank you. All right, that is Sabres head coach Don Granato. Our blue and gold locker report brought to you by Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Early detection of cancer is our goal. Get in the game at roswellpark.org slash WGR. We bring it back up here to the press box. Brian Colsey with you on the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. If you're listening in your car on your way home, thanks for joining us here tonight. Your drive home from the game brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. A couple of more stats here to get to. I mentioned uh, Bryson and Greenway, plus fours tonight for them. Uh, Bryson, a 6-0 record when he's played this year. A quirky stat there for sure. Greenway, three points, two goals, and uh, an assist in this one. Connor Clifton led the way in hits. Uh, He had three. Those three hits from Connor Clifton are Clinton Collision hits of the game. Clinton Collision, we are there when you need a repair. There was a moment in the third period where the Sabres looked like they were going to be down another defenseman. Henry Yokiharu went to the room. He did come back, maybe missed, I don't know, maybe one shift at most, but uh, he still led the team in ice time. He played 23-03. The Sabres, of course, today announced that Owen Power will be out at least what the team is saying uh, week to week. Uh, He'll be reevaluated in a week. We saw him up here walk down in the press box today, uh, but obviously not in uniform. Uh, But no update on power, at least coming for a week. At least that was according to Don Granato, and uh, that was why Bryson was in the lineup tonight. Your injury report brought to you by Losey and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. All right, we'll take a timeout here. When we come back, Paul Hamilton's take from down in the media room. We'll read some tweets in a minute. Brian WGR scores and standings all coming up here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Live at KeyBank Center, thanks for listening. Buffalo beating Los Angeles 7 to nothing. I'm Brian Colziel, and this is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. the turn. Benson to the slot that went off of Cousins. Paterk in the far corner. Open the scoring in this game. Here's Benson in front. Scores! Zach Benson, that's all he does is go to the net and he gets rewarded here. The Sabres pick up their fifth of this game. It's 5-0 Buffalo. Dan Dunleavy on the call. Zach Benson scoring 14-17 mark of period two. That put Buffalo up 5-0. They go on to win it 7-0 over the Los Angeles Kings. We welcome you back here to the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Brian Colziel with you. Ugo Pekalukanen's 33 saves. Jordan Greenway's three points leading the way as the Sabres getting it done tonight in front of 13,1292. They'll finish the four-game homestand Thursday against Florida. Uh, the Panthers very, very good. Sam Reinhardt having a hell of a year. Uh, they'll be in here on Thursday at 7. The Sabres are 1-2 on this homestand so far one goal against the stars one goal against the blues and then seven tonight let's go down to the media room paul hamilton was there paul just like you predicted you said hey you know what after coming off of one and one and one i think that i see seven tonight (laughs) (laughs) which makes 11 unanswered goals this year by the sabers against the kings amazing the Kings uh, had a 3-1 to one lead in Los Angeles on Buffalo. Buffalo won 5-3, to three, so they scored four there. Scored seven tonight. That's 11 unanswered goals. And it's the first time in NHL history that a former Selkie Trophy winner was minus six in a game. 
which would be Anze Kopitar, their captain, Jeez. who was on the ice for every single goal by the Sabres. Um, was he on the ice for the power play goal, too? He was not. So all the even strength goals he was on the ice for, and there was another goal that was a power play that he was would not have gotten in minus even if he was on the ice, but he was not. Wow. That's incredible. Paul, the last time the Sabres scored at least seven and also got a shutout was November 8, 2001, when they beat the Thrashers 8 to nothing. Do you remember that game? I don't remember games from last week, so, uh, yeah, probably not. I, I was I was being facetious. I knew you probably weren't going to rattle off stats on that game. But I always yeah. depend on Mike Shope during the week to <laughs> fill me in on that kind of stuff because he remembers all that stuff. He yes. remembers playoff games. He remembers regular season games from, like, 1993, and I just don't remember that stuff. Yeah. No, that was a, a Thrasher's game. T.J. Luckman, our producer who's producing for us tonight, said he was at that game, so he remembers it. All right, Paul, well, seven goals here tonight, um, and guess what? The majority of them were from them either going to the net, a deflection around the net, a second or third opportunity around the net, and, you know, this isn't a, hey, this just in moment. This, is, this has been a message that <laughs> we've been talking about, I feel like, after every loss. Like, how come we don't see more of it? And I understand the Kings outshot them 34-24, getting 29 shots in the last two periods. But I never sensed that the Sabres were getting run over. I thought the Sabres were winning battles at both ends of the ice. They were hard on pucks. They were in front of the net. They drove pucks and men to the net. They caused turnovers by getting in on the Kings and playing them hard and and forcing them into turnovers. I mean, Doughty, what a horrible turnover to Greenway for Buffalo's second goal. I mean, Doughty's supposed to be one of the best defensemen in the NHL, and he's in the corner, and there's a forecheck in there. And I'm sorry, I don't know if it was Middlestad or Tuck that got in on him, and he just hands it right to Greenway. And Greenway walks in and scores. So... And I think we talked about this earlier, that it's frustrating for a Sabre fan because this is exactly what Don Granado wants them to do for the, for the game. And look at how at the end of the game, when they're killing that last penalty for the last 39 seconds of the game, Cousins, Greenway, Johnson, they're all diving to block shots so their teammate Uko Pekalukinen can get a shutout. It's 7 nothing. They don't have to sacrifice their body at that point of the game. But they did anyway yeah. because it was important to them that a teammate was there trying to get a shutout. And those are the types of things that fans just shake their head and, like, why don't they see that every game? Why don't they see that? Well, you're not going to see it every game. That's not the right way to say it. Most games. I mean, you're not going to see 82 games like that. But if the Sabres played like that, and I've been saying it all season long, if they would just play the way their coach wants them to play, they probably are in the playoffs. If they played more games like that than not, where they're winning battles, they're hard on pucks, they're going to the net, pucks are going to the net, they can't, you know, winning, winning the battles along the way, competing hard in all zones... I mean, look at how Paterka competed on the first goal to get them on the board at 425 of the first period to give them the lead. He takes the shot. It's blocked there by Rich, and Paterka sees the puck there. He just keeps rolling. 
and goes right around the net and gets there to the crease first to tap it into the, to the open net uh, after it's laying there in the crease. He worked hard to get to that puck. And I criticized him a couple of games ago on a puck that came off the back wall. might have been the Dallas game. And I didn't think he worked hard enough and, and allowed the goaltender to just glove the puck coming off the back wall. And I thought just a quarter of a step sooner, he would have got to that puck first and put it in the empty net. Well, he learned his lesson from that and just worked hard and got rewarded with his 19th goal of the season. And I think for Sabre fans, that's the frustrating part of watching this game is why, if you're a Sabre fan, you're saying to yourself, why don't I see that more? Yeah. Well, on that Paterka goal, Paul, Greenway, Jordan Greenway made a beautiful pass. Uh, he ends up with three points in this game, two goals and an assist. But he was a wrecking crew, a one-man wrecking crew out there doing everything, including the offensive plays that resulted in goals. Yeah, and, you know, he's the type of player I talk about that they need more of, guys that are hard to play against. I don't need people that fight. I don't necessarily even need people that put people through the back wall. I need people that compete and compete hard where the other team knows they're going to be in for a game. You know, they, they know that. They don't come to Buffalo thinking, oh, this is going to be easy. Nobody's going to hit me. I'll, I'll be fine. I, you know, no, nobody, you know, they might compete hard. That They probably won't, you know, that type of thing. Uh, you know, and, and Greenway, I think, can be one of those guys. And, uh, you know, Don Granato talks about what a smart player he is, and he is such a good penalty killer. I mean, he's one of the top penalty killers in the National Hockey League. And it just blows my mind when I see so many people telling me, why is Greenway playing? Why is he here? And I'm like, why would you bench one of the best penalty killers in the National Hockey League? I don't understand why you would do that. You know, a guy who's willing to sacrifice his body on the penalty kill, who has that reach on the penalty kill, who, you know, is very good on the kill, and I just don't know why you would want to take that out of your lineup. Yeah. Paul Hamilton down in the media room. Brian Colziel up here in the press box on the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show, 7 to nothing. Sabres getting it done also because, of course, their goaltender was great again, Paul. That's the fourth shutout of the season for Lukanen, the most in the season since Ryan Miller. We, of course, uh, know his name and number is up in the rafters tonight. I thought Don Granato made a really nice point um, about Lukanen's improvement. We obviously have heard from him on it, but Granato mentioned the mentorship of Craig Anderson but also then in the same breath mentioned Devin Levi. And, you're, you know, I was curious, like, okay, why Devin Levi? And he's like, well, all of a sudden you've got a twenty young 20-something goalie here that can play, and all of a sudden Lucan is like, uh-oh, well, I, I better prove that I can play here, otherwise my job's going to be gone. Yeah, and I'm man enough to admit when I was wrong. I had mentioned near the end of last season that I thought maybe Mike Bale's time was up here in Buffalo, that I didn't feel I was seeing progress out of the young goalies, and I was wrong. I mean, he's done a very nice job with Uko Pekalukanen and bringing him along as a young goaltender. And, uh, you know, so where he has turned into a number one goaltender for the Buffalo Sabres. And, uh, you know, I think he's done a very nice job with him, and he shouldn't have been let go last year. Uh, you know, maybe I, I just jumped the gun on that one a little bit, that Lukanen wasn't quite ready to emerge. And now he is emerging, and I think Mike Bales has been a part of that. Yep. All right, Paul. Well, next up is Florida. We know... They're a very, very good team with a lot of offense. Sam Reinhardt's having an incredible year. Um, you know, the Sabres obviously are going to have to play with this much effort to even have a chance because the Panthers are so talented and they can put the puck in the net at any point. 
They can, and that it's going to take an effort just like you saw in this game. They can beat anybody when they play like they did tonight. They're not they're going to win 7 to nothing against really good teams. But they can beat anybody when they play like they did tonight because they're a good team when they play like that. And this is the type of game that they're going to have to play. Tachuk hates the Sabres because he can't get them off their game. They, they don't respond to him, and that really makes him mad. And then he starts going after the Sabres a little bit. And then I, it, that has hurt Florida a little bit against Buffalo. So, um, it's, you know, it's interesting to see that and see how it goes. But last time Jack Eichel was here, he had, what, three goals and an assist? And Sam Reinhardt has been red hot. I believe he has 39 goals or somewhere like that. And he's been scoring goals almost on a nightly basis lately. So the Sabres, if they don't play like they did tonight, uh, could wind up having a former Sabre having a heyday against them. Yes, Reinhardt has had an all-star season. And uh, the Sabres better be ready for him for sure uh, when these two teams meet up. Uh, Reinhardt does have 39 goals coming in. Paul, I want to read you one tweet before we go here as we get our Surf Pro first response from the fans. Surf Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy responds first and faster to any size disaster. And I think it sums up what I think you said about maybe the fans in the seats tonight. Uh, Peter says, tonight was unbelievable. Very hard to understand this team. Their goaltending has been surprisingly good, yet their offense has been suspect until we watch tonight. Crazy. And I, I think you said it too, like the fans had to have been loving tonight, but then at the same time, they're probably sitting there very frustrated too. And it's not crazy because they did the things necessary to score goals. And again, they're not going to score seven, but in some of those games that they lost two to one, they were behind to St. Louis two to one. Then that was three to one very late and they weren't competing very hard. And they, they still were only behind by a score of two to one. And had they, started competing at any point in that game like they should have, they maybe could have gotten points out of that game. And, you know, if, if you get against Dallas, if you get some people to the net, against um, Vancouver, if you get some people to the net, maybe you don't lose one to nothing and two to one when your goaltender plays really, really well and you defend really, really well and you get all sorts of shots, but are they really the shots that you need? Are or are they just shots as you come down the wing and basically wind up being turnovers because uh, you just take a shot, the goaltender handles it, the other team gets the puck, and out they come the other way. Uh, so if more games where you would have pucks and people to the net would have spelled a lot more points for the Buffalo Sabres in this season. That's right. Okay, Paul, thank you for your work tonight. Appreciate it as always. We will see you here on Thursday for Florida. I will be here. Okay, great. Paul Hamilton down in the re- media room here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. 7 to nothing. the final tonight. Paterka, Greenway twice, Oposo, Darlene, Benson, and Tuck. Lukanen, 33 saves, shutout victory for the Sabres. Uh, we will update you on the standings here in a moment. Don't forget, we're still going to have Kevin Adams coming up here uh, in just a few minutes. He joined Show and the Bulldog this afternoon on our flagship on WGR and some really good stuff on Casey Middlestad. So if you missed that, uh, we'll have that coming up here uh, in just a few minutes here on our post-game show. But let's check the scoreboard now from around the league. It's brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Oh, man, now I want ribs. All right, let's get you to the finals here. Tampa victorious tonight at TD Garden in Boston. They win in a shootout by a score of 3-2. to two. Kucherov scoring in that game his 34th of the season. In Montreal, Canadiens get a shutout. They beat the Ducks by a score 
of five to nothing. In Washington, the Avalanche doubling up the Capitals by a six to three margin. Toronto finding out before the game tonight, defenseman Morgan Riley suspended for five games for that cross-check in Ottawa. But Toronto ends up winning against St. Louis by a score of 4-1 to one in that game. In Ottawa tonight, the Senators beat the Blue Jackets 6-3. to three. In Long Island, the on Long Island, I should say, shootout win for the Kraken, 2-1 to one over the Islanders. 7-16 to go in the third period in Dallas right now. The Stars leading the Hurricanes by a 3-2 margin. 11-44 to go in Nashville. Predators and Devils are tied to a piece. After two in Chicago, the Canucks have a 3-1 lead on the Blackhawks. And halfway through the second period in Edmonton, the Oilers right now are leading the Red Wings 2-1. Dreisaitl with his 25th of the season. All right, a couple of college hoop scores to get to you right now. UB unable to win their second game in a row. They play at Northern Illinois tonight and fall to 3-21 of the season. They lose 78-62, losing by just four. And down the throughway in Syracuse tonight at the Dome, the Orange, a big upset of number seven, North Carolina. They win 86-79. Syracuse now 15-9 on the season. All right. Our score, 7-0, Buffalo. Let's see what the standings look like now with this win tonight. It's brought to you by Native Pride and Tall Chief Cigars. Uh, tall Chief Cigars, stand tall with Native Pride. So Buffalo getting the win and improves their record to 23-25-4. 50 points, 10 back of the Detroit Red Wings, who are currently holding down the final playoff spot. 12 back of wildcard one, which is Toronto, uh, the Sabres, Immediate team in front of them is Montreal, who, of course, won tonight against Anaheim, 5 to nothing. Uh, they uh, are two points ahead, 52. You've got Pittsburgh, 53. Washington, 54. New Jersey, 56. The Islanders, 57. And then those Red Wings right now with 60 uh, in the final wildcard spot. So still a ton of work for the Sabres to do. And, uh, yeah, tonight was great. And they did all the right things, and they got great goaltending and balanced scoring and special teams. And it was, you know, one of the – one of the rare perfect games almost, sort of, for the season. But, you know, to kind of uh, piggyback off our conversation there with Paul at the end, it is also frustrating when you know how capable this team can play uh, when they go to the net, when they are there for second and third chance opportunities, when they are willing to go there and put the puck on the net. And it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice defense. They were very good in front of Lukanen tonight, too. But they also got some good saves from Lukanen. But that's, you know, called team hockey. You have a little bit of everything there, and... uh you know, obviously for Sabre fans' fake and for the Sabres' sake, uh, you hope that this can continue. I know that playoffs right now still uh, statistically seem like a, a long shot, but you never know. You know, you could put together some sort of solid two- or three-week span and maybe they can get themselves back in it to at least make for some more interesting games here uh, as we go uh, still with essentially two months left in the season here. You've got half of February, a full March, and half of April to go. So still time, but... Uh, they obviously have put themselves in a hole that there's not much room for error left to go. All right, before we leave you here from KeyBank Center, uh, Brian Colsey here on the postgame. Again, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, we want to get to the Sabres GM, Kevin Adams. Uh, he joined our show on the Bulldog earlier today on our flagship on WGR and discussing, of course, the state of the team. But uh, some really good insight on what the conversations have been like surrounding Casey Middlestat and his future going forward. He's... You know, been on the rumorville on social media in terms of uh, do you want to re-sign him? Do you want to trade him? Do you want to sign him to a long-term extension? Uh, Adams also kind of updates actually what his RFA status means 
uh, for the Sabres going forward uh, in the short-term basis as well. So uh, before we leave you here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame, let's hear from the Sabres GM from earlier today. Here's Kevin Adams with Shope of the Bulldog. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.